0: Hello everyone and welcome back. This is Roger Pipe of RogerReviews.com and this is episode 8 of our 2022 Avian Awards podcast series. The second to the last before the awards. We will probably do one after talking about the winners and maybe a special one for the Hall of Fame. This one is going to have five of the bigger categories. We will save the Best Female Performer though for last not to uh, give away the surprise. But this one's going to have five. We are going to start with Best New Starlet by the way, if you'd like to follow along, we're over on avnawards.com. Click on Nominees. You can go down to Best New Starlet. You'll have to jump around a little bit for this one. And gotta always say it. Love your feedback. Drop me a line, rogerrogerviews.com or rogertpipe over on Twitter. Hope you're enjoying this. We kind of ran through this a little quicker this year. Instead of 16 episodes, we're going to do 9. So, kind of proud of that. Hope you guys liked it. Let me know if you do, let me know if you didn't, and we can... Uh, you know, see what we can do. Anyway, best new starlet: Alina Ali, Giselle Blanco, Blake Blossom, Anna Claire Clouds, Destiny Cruz, Kaylee Gunner, Lily Laramar, uh, Coco Lovecock, Maddie May, April Olson, Freya Parker, Kylie Rocket, Sarah Ryder, Maya Wolf, and Angel Youngs. I would not say this was a crop of newcomers where there's a huge star already some years we have that uh, again I think COVID has changed the industry so much in the last two years I think it's probably made it tougher to recruit performers it certainly made it tougher to promote and I think you probably saw a lot of companies shooting performers who were tried and true and they they knew what they were going to get maybe I'm wrong there certainly are some uh, really good performers I really enjoyed everything Blake Blossom did that I saw she's fun she's beautiful Kaylee Gunner also. April Olsen did some really great scenes. Uh, Maya Wolf was in a couple of, uh, well, was in one feature that I saw that was really excellent. It was nominated. We've talked about that in the podcast series. Also, really liked Freya Parker. There's some really good performers. I think I would pick Blake Blossom as my top. I have a feeling Alina Ali might win, though, or Kaylee Gunner. She's coming on strong uh, late. April Olson got a couple nominations. I'm Now I'm naming everybody. Uh, I think if I was going to put money on it, I'd go Alina or Kaylee. But I really like Blake Blossom. Now we will go down a ways. The second category we're going to put in this one is another one that I really consider to be very important. Best Star Showcase. To me right now, the way the industry works, without contract stars. I mean, certainly some, com- some companies have contract stars, but not like the old days. The Vivid Girls, the Wicked Girls. Uh, I think that a star showcase really shows that a performer has arrived. You've got some of the biggest companies in the business making star showcases. Evil Angel certainly does. Vixen, Deeper, Jules Jordan. These companies are making these star showcases around a single performer, and I think it shows the star power, obviously. Uh, The categories are Alexis Tay Anal Fantasy from Darko Evil Angel, Amber Jane Sex Addict, and Anna DeVille Sex Addict from Harmony. Influenced by Emily Willis Vixen, inked exploitation of Misha Montana from Alterotica, Alterotic, Jane Wilde is a Gape from Darko and Evil Angel, Gia from Vixen, Mistress Maitland Two from Deeper, Savannah Bond Beach Bikini Slut from Darko, uh, an ultimate fuck toy, Gabby Carter from Jules Jordan. I noticed the the Harmony movies came in. Uh, that's a, that's a new entrance entry for them. Uh, those are both good, but. There's a couple of real favorites here. I've said several times in this series, I think Influence Emily Willis is one of the best movies of the year. Uh, Emily Willis looked fantastic. She, of course, is the reigning performer of the year. It's funny. It's sexy. It has great variety. I think it's going to be tough to beat. Really enjoyed the Ultimate Fuck Toy series from Jules Jordan. Gabby Carter uh, was a great addition to that. You've also got Gia from Vixen for Gia Lisa. Outstanding movie. Uh, review should be up in a day or two on my site. Uh, Mistress Maitland 2 from Deeper. This could be a very big year for Maitland Ward. In that case, this movie probably helps push her up to the top of a lot of Performer of the Year ballots. Interesting to me, Johnny Darko's got three movies here. Alexis Tay, Jane Wilde, and Savannah Bond. Darko's awesome. He has been for years. I wonder if having three kind of hurts the chances of winning because it splits the vote a little bit. Ultimately, I think it's going to come down to influence winning. Or maybe Mistress Maitland. I think we will have to see how the critics break on Performer of the Year. If we go back to Emily Willis for a second year in a row, if this is going to be Maitland's year, Angela White does not have a star showcase. Go ahead and break out your shot glasses. She still could win Performer of the Year. We'll talk about that in the next episode. But I think... This could be sort of a precursor. If you see either Maitland or Emily win Performer of the Year, my guess is you'll see their Star Showcase win it as well. What do you guys think? What do you think of a Star Showcase? If you are a DVD collector like I am, do you have a lot of these? I do. I tend to keep the Star Showcases more than just about anything else these days. And moving on down to Lesbian Performer of the Year. This was a category added a few years ago with the rise of lesbian porn, and certainly then performers that only perform with other women. Uh, Aslan, Lena Anderson, Blue Angel, Jade Baker, Jaden Cole, Carly Gray, Kenna James, Ava Long, Maddie Meadows, Melania Ricci, Sabrina Rogue, Scarlet Sage, Serene Siren, Charlotte Stokely, and Eve Sweet. I've said in the past, and I think it's still true, when you've got name recognition in this category as a porn performer, period... So that's where Charlotte Stokely, I think, has has a big advantage. So does Carly Gray. Any critic voting or looking at this recognizes those performers and knows how good they are and how good they were before they they became lesbian performers. So I I wonder how much of an advantage that is. And I wonder if the fans of the genre really, does it matter to you? Or do you want someone who only performs in the genre? Does that make a difference for you? does it make the scenes better certainly it, it can uh, in, in Charlotte's case you've got someone who looks great is a good actress a great performer and has now kind of dominated this this category for a little while so I would really like like with the trans Awards I'd love for fans of the genre to really to to weigh in lesbian porn is not my favorite genre and like all the others that are not my favorite finger quotes included what makes for a great performer, movie, or scene for me out of genre is, did I enjoy it? If I enjoyed it even though it's not my thing, that's impressive to me. right? For those of you who've been listening long enough, uh, I love uh, something Tom Byron said to me years ago about... You know, he said, I know exactly how I could get a 10 out of 10 from you every time. And he threw out five names of performers. And he was right. Sure, you put those five women into a movie, I'm going to love it because it's easy for me. So if if I can see a scene or a movie or performer outside of my favorite genre that I still really like, that stands out for me. And I usually try and recommend that to, to fans of the genre. You know, you tell me you, you like the genre. Well, here's what I like out of it, and I'm not necessarily a fan. So that should give you an indication of what I think is really good. Uh, Male Performer of the Year. I would be interested to see if this category changes the least. It has to change the least. Mick Blue, Dante Colley, Xander Corvus, Charles Dara, Manuel Ferrara, Oliver Flynn, Seth Gamble, Quentin James, Isaiah Maxwell, Ramon Nomar, Tommy Pistols, Jack Slayer, Cody Steele, Michael Stefano, and Zach Wilde. The usual suspects. Mick Blue is difficult to beat. He is absolutely one of the very best. Manuel Ferrara, same thing goes for him. Tommy Pistol has the added advantage of being an outstanding actor as well as a great performer. Michael Stefano had a really, really strong year. So did Oliver Flynn. Really liked a lot of his work this year. Isaiah Maxwell was good. Ramon Nomar kind of expanded his uh, repertoire quite a bit this year, so we'll see where that goes. It almost feels boring, but I always say it. Mick and Manuel, I think, are still the two very best, and it wouldn't surprise me if either one of them won. If I'm gonna pick outside of that group, I think Seth Gamble is really, really strong. I also think, eh, if I was gonna, if I was gonna bet against either Mick or Manuel, I'm gonna bet Seth Gamble. There you go. And finally for this episode, MILF Performer of the Year. I wonder, fans, critics, industry members, you can comment anonymously if you'd like, just let me know. I wonder if this category is seen as lef- lesser than for some performers. Because you've got some of the best performers in the industry who are in that you know, 30 and over MILF category. But would it be considered an insult? Would it be considered a lesser award, or would you rather not be seen in that category? And I wonder if anybody knows, it wasn't specified to us, can someone be nominated in both? Because certainly you've got some uh, Female Performer of the Year nominees who would be in this category. You've probably got some Lesbian Performers of the years who could be in this category. The nominees are Kaska Akashova. Brittany Amber, Bridget B., Penny Barber, Rachel Cavalli, Cherie DeVille, Alexis Fox, Reagan Fox, Brandy Love, Lexi Luna, Kit Mercer, London River, Sheena Ryder, Sylvia Sage, Dee Williams. Some very solid performers, some good acting chops on a lot of them, and a lot of great scenes between them. This year, I feel like there's at the top Brandy Love. Alexis Fox, Cherie DeVille, Bridget B., and Brittany Amber. To me, that's, that's the top. And I would really like to see Bridget B. win. She's been a really good performer for a long time. She's really cute, great body, amazing performer. I, I think this might be her year. Brandy Love is fantastic. I, I think she's one of the top performers in the industry. So again, I, I go back to that. If you're a top 10, should you be here? Or should you be in the other category? Uh, Cherie Deville also adds a lot of really good acting performances to some great sex scenes as well. And Brittany Amber is always a lot of fun. So I'd like to see Bridget B. win, but any of those top five, I'd be pretty happy to see. That was it. A little bit shorter today, just getting to the five. We have one more left. It'll be Female Performer of the Year. Probably want to break out your shot glasses if you're playing the drinking game at home. Speaking of drinking games, in addition to the Angela White drinking game, did you know you can play the How Often Does Raj Ask for Feedback drinking game and get just as drunk? If you liked what you hear, if you don't like what you hear, if you have a question, a comment, a criticism, anything at all, drop me a line, Raj, at rogerviews.com or rogertpipe over on Twitter. would love to hear from you. If you're on my site, go down to that little comment section at the bottom and write to your heart's content. I would love to hear it. That's it, folks. I am Roger Pipe from rogerviews.com, and I appreciate every single one of you listening. Thank you, and I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day.